0: Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before. He's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the penthouse of a partially completed commercial high-rise and glamorous Hollywood adjacent California from the studios of Sirius XM West boasting an obstructed view of one of L.A.'s leading cement factories. This is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, once again, the first lady of laughs, the queen <laughs> of comedy, the princess of punchlines. Oh, God! The people's champ, Jesse May Peluso. <laughs>
1: the princess of punchlines?
0: I That's, ran out it of sounds like... female titles that could be alliterated
1: was that off the top of your dome half dome it was pretty good
0: I thought about that as I walked through the door it's
1: like the queen of mean but I'm the princess of punchlines the princess of remember, remember, I don't Lisa know that you Lampinelli?
0: are of course yeah she's the queen of mean
1: yeah she's a queen of mean and I could be the princess of punchlines her I'm really jokey jokey
0: her, her comedy has um, <clears throat> gotten pretty icky pretty quickly where is she I think she's still touring. I know we're friendly on the Jason Ellis show with Frank DeCaro, who's a funny comic, who was her opening act for for years, and she's still out there doing her thing. I I, I gather that she has a pretty uh, gay-leaning audience. Oh. But just the stuff that she found her lane. She did. She'd been a successful comic for a while, but what made her something like a household name was her-
1: Queen of Mean.
0: And doing the whole- interracial thing that's
1: right and she did like all those um right. and risky jokes and
0: that's the stuff that i think you'd
1: you get you get i mean today it wouldn't work nowadays it's just ugh, god i mean come on people we gotta get over it we can't we can't let words offend us it, <laughs> but it's, we can it's let not...
0: but we can let objectifying objectifying people bother us uh, can we I don't know.
1: People are allowing themselves to be objectified. I'm
0: too tired. I'm not offended by words.
1: I'm offended by by intent in action. I'm
0: too tired for outrage, and I'm too tired to be outraged. Yeah, you're a little tired.
1: You took us on a fucking car ride today. I thought I was going to die.
0: We took a spin.
1: You're the untalented Mr. Ripley, because you didn't even murder me.
0: No, no. (laughs) You couldn't succeed. Whoops. (laughs) Look what I have. What?
1: For all those ASMR fucking perverts out there. It's my CVS receipts. Wow. Do you know about CVS and the receipt and how long it is?
0: I have noticed that.
1: It's so I love that
0: it's so long. Are you ASMR?
1: I, I'm into AS. I'm into AS.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> AS as I, they say from. I, mean, I guess from. it's a little
1: there's something to it.
0: I I think that women must be more into the sensual, soft sound thing than men are because there's a bunch of companies popping up making micro pods, erotic pods,
1: erotic pods. That's what I call my butthole.
0: <laughs> Where <laughs> the, you, um, you know, it's like women-themed erotica.
1: What's a erotic pod? They're popping up everywhere. Where? Tully? There's
0: companies popping up because they're getting enough of a following to at least get a publicist to have the New York Post write an article about how popular these things well, are. Well,
1: what's an erotic pod? Well, it would be... What's if it look like? Is it like a, a float woman, tank with If it's
0: a woman-themed fisting? erotic podcast, it'll be like a guy who's like talking to a girl about like, hey, you know, your friend's staying over this weekend. Oh,
1: erotic podcast. I'm picturing yeah. a pod like a float tank.
0: Oh, all pods I are erotic. I thought you meant... <laughs> I thought that went without saying.
1: I thought you meant like a They're physical place. They're squishy and
0: they make you feel like an alien life form. And I'm chubbing up just thinking about it.
1: Tully, I'm talking about the physical place. I'm not happy with this
0: microphone right
1: now. I'm, I'm talking about Pod, a physical place.
0: Podcasts are currently a little bit hotter than <laughs> than physical pods.
1: I was they, they, I honestly. Hey,
0: each dog, every dog has their day. Physical pods. Are you we
1: just. Cliches
0: now. Every dog gets (laughs) their bone. Saying physical. Another day, another dollar. Physical pods were big once, and they might be big again. But right now, it is erotic podcast. That yeah. So they're erotic podcasts. (gasps) I just figured out the microphone. Oh my god, I'm so excited. That That are that that are directed towards females. And
1: is it like dudes are like, oh my god, I'm going to fist you?
0: Is that like what it is? No, that would be. No, now I'm getting hard because you sound like a valley girl who's about to take charge of my anus. Oh my God. You're like,
1: this season oh on NBC,
0: God, oh God, new, her, like, new show. Fist in your butt hole. Like, <laughs> new show coming to NBC this fall. I feel like it's like I'm hanging out with like Farrah Abramson after dark. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, is that that an erotic pod? So
0: there's erotic podcasts. There are companies that are popping up and I'm led to believe they at least say that they are popular. They are short podcasts that are aimed at female and user generated so people can make money by putting up their podcast and seeing if it gets traction and when it, and you said ASMR, which is why I started saying this, it seems to me because I've sampled these for uh, masturbation purposes obviously (laughs) that because whenever, whenever they make erotica for women, it's never like about fisting and in and out. It's like, oh my God, I think they're doing it in that room. We shouldn't listen. But, oh, actually, let's just stand here and listen. It's actually kind of hot out there fucking in the guest room. But I noticed that it, it it is lots of... It is. So I'm that leads me to believe that women respond... If anybody is responding to the ASMR thing erotically, it's almost entirely women.
1: Autonomous.
0: You know, you know what it means?
1: Autonomous. Autonomous sensory meridian response. Wow. I just Googled it, read it, and then remembered it. Wow. But you have to learn it and then You're teach it. Good. You learn it twice. You learn it when you learn it, and you learn it when you teach it.
0: So I just taught you, so I'm smarter. So now you will remember I'm it? I'm so much smarter you, now. You have already forgotten what you said. Auto-sensory that
1: is the meridian response. I read it again.
0: Wait. i ask you tomorrow. Everybody.
1: Somebody sent me a DM. Maddie B. Yeah. He talked oh, about Oh, God, us. I think I know that guy. Do you? Maybe. Can can I read it? Yeah, please. He said, People's Champ. I haven't really read it, so we don't know what kind of wormhole we're going down here. Hey, became a fan of yours because of the Tully Show and wanted to thank you for something you said a few weeks ago. You were talking about the breast cancer-centric organizations who focus on uh, awareness, in, in quotations, and you said something along the lines of no one focusing on prevention. Thank you for saying that. I'm a radio DJ and hobby comic.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, know him in Massachusetts?
1: Yeah. And one of the organizations we do works a lot with Massachusetts Breast Cancer Coalition. And prevention is their sole focus. Good. So, right. again, everybody's thank aware, you for saying that.
0: Everybody's aware of breast cancer. Yeah. Susan it's, G. Coleman, yeah, you work, were making that point. Your work here is done. Go home.
1: Yeah. Let, we're aware. We're Let's aw- find the cure. We're all
0: aware. I, we're all see, fucking aware. You see news stories all the time about how they think they've found the cure for cancer. But I saw... A news story the other day where they think they found the cure for cancer. And it's way more complicated than people tend to assume because we talk about cancer like it's one thing. They say that each and every one is sort of its own animal.
1: So Mm. there shouldn't
0: be a blanket cure for cancer because it's really a thousand different diseases that all have the same I don't know if I agree with that. Scientifically, you're questioning my scientific expertise? Yeah, I am. Anyway, (laughs) they think they found a thing that cures all of them. Yeah, it's fruit.
1: It's soursop. The
0: the, the antioxidant properties.
1: I would say- You're
0: going to go goop on me. I'm going to go goop on
1: you. Actually, you know what's so funny? is I binge watched-
0: You love goop.
1: Gwyneth Paltrow's goop just because I was so intrigued by it. Now, is like, what is this? Right, is she- But wait, let me make a point. Hold on to your Gwyneth Paltrow question. Making a note. I think there's more a thousand ways to prevent and treat cancer than there are- types of cancers. I think there are a bunch of factors that go into causing and exacerbating cancer, Mm -hmm. but I also think that there are a bunch of ways to implement, a bunch of different styles and habits to implement into your life to sort of try to prevent that thing. With the exception of environmental stress you can't prevent or oxidative stress that you can't prevent, but even those things can sort of be oxidative stress oxidative stress is what happens inside of your body due to like dietary things and um any sort of like reaction to what you're eating and there's foods that can make oxidative stress uh heightened and,
0: and worse gotcha, yeah the way it's been explained to me is that. Like everybody is born with one bullet in the chamber. Oh, for, sh- when it, oh, for when sure. It, when it comes to cancer, absolutely. And then your body plays Russian roulette. Mm-hmm. And some people are just going to.
1: Yeah, some people are more predispositioned. No,
0: but like everybody has. Like some people are just going to get cancer. It does not matter. We should like, start the
1: podcast like this. Everyone's got cancer.
0: Everybody has. <laughs> Everybody listening to this is one sixth cancer, and there are someday, all types of cancer. And, and someday your body is going to spin the barrel, and you're either going to get it or not. But then from there, you can, like Rush Limbaugh, smoke your entire life, and you can put another bullet or two in yep. the chamber. Or you can do or this eat cheeseburgers
1: every day. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Or live a
1: stressful life. Like,
0: or you can camp on a freeway every night. You know, people there's are lots cancer of things though. That you can. You can bring stress into your life in a way that that probably I would tend to agree, not in, in the least goopy way possible. How's
1: my fupa from your POV right now? Is it okay?
0: Oh, look at that little! Isn't no, it cute?
1: Oh, bad. Oh, I have a little foops. Just making sure, because you had total POV. I didn't mean to take you off your cancer
0: soapbox, but it I just wanted matter. you to check. No, just my soapbox. Your- I was just, you know what? I missed the fupa because I was enjoying the little tummy roll on top of it. <laughs> <I> do- <laughs>
1: I do have a little, like my, my, my meat doesn't quite fit in these jeans, especially when I sit down, but man, dude, it feels nice. feels like I'm like being a tight, held.
0: Like a tight rubber band around a hot dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, back to everyone having cancer. Right.
0: So there, you can do everything right and you can still get cancer, but if you do everything wrong, then obviously your odds of getting cancer are much are, higher. But right. there's no way to eradicate it. No, but then there's all, those people who live- We've all got a little cancer.
1: We all got- we, there are those people who live completely indulgently, right. yeah. completely smoke, and they're fine. You know, those people are like, oh, my grandfather George smoked until he was 99 and yeah. ate meat every day. Yeah. He obviously had a strong set of DNAs.
0: Well, also, those people have, to further this metaphor, to beat it into the ground, you know, I think there are six bullets in a revolver and a handgun. They have five out of six bullets in the You would know you're a murderer. Not a very good one, and they untalented and Mr. They, Ripley. When they spin it, they they get lucky. Shit, you can do everything wrong and still get lucky. So you watched the Goop series? I did. I've always been curious. Is, Not the whole series, okay? okay? I just was like curious. Is Gwyneth Paltrow actually a, an alien? Yeah. Is she that stupid, or is she stupid like a fox?
1: <laughs> Our fox is stupid. Well, you know is that I mean. a phrase? Is that another like That's a, Tully a, cliche? It's
0: a Simpsons joke, actually. Oh,
1: Okay, stupid Homer, like Homer. Homer's fox.
0: accused of being stupid, and he says "stupid like a fox."
1: <laughs> fucking show! It's so good. I don't
0: think I don't think she's stupid at all. I think she's in on the joke about herself. Mm-hmm. I believe I, I agree. She doesn't get enough credit for that. I definitely agree with that. But yeah. fundamentally, she is selling people like, uh, you know spiritual beads to stick inside their vagina. That she, uh, I got she, two in there right now. She has to know, uh, and I can see them clearly <laughs> through your jeans. She has uh-huh. to know that many of the things that she's peddling are nonsense.
1: Well, nonsense to you, but it's only, now if there's spiritual beads, I don't even know if she was selling, is she selling spiritual beads? I know she's I selling she's a saying, candle that smells like her pussy. That which, doesn't offend which, me. That doesn't offend me. I have a candle that smells like my butthole coming out next week. So everybody look for that.
0: I just put the candle right in my butthole.
1: <laughs> Actually, I'm. You guys buy the candle, and I come over and I fart it out. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that. So that's how it smells like my butt. I will all come over, and it's kind of like your birthday where you blow out the candles. Right. I blow it out through my asshole.
0: Right to the to the uh, strains of three times a lady. Ex-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking love Tom Jones. Is that Tom Jones. I don't know why. Um, Not even close. I don't. I, <sighs> Like Kenny
1: spiritual beads. You know what makes spiritual? <laughs> I think Lana you know what makes spiritual. You're right. You know what makes spiritual beads work? The belief.
0: Right. So she peddles magic beans to rubes. Well, don't don't. Um, no, don't say doctors. Yeah, they don't, sure do. Yes. You know. And then I suspect that most priests,
1: psychics don't.
0: Yeah, and then psychics know. Uh, some no, doctors no. Don't, don't,
1: don't, don't. Teachers. I mean, there's all okay, there's wait. a belief within. Each psychic system, every you're psychic, writing notes, not every writing psychic
0: notes. knows that what they're selling is nonsense. Well,
1: then why do police detectives use them, and why have they helped solve certain crimes? Why have there been documentations of certain psychics who've been able to recollect and, dis, uh, re, dis you know, I know what you're getting at. You know what I mean? Like they've been able to help them with specific details of a crime and help them find bones. Pure luck. Really? Nonsense. Really? I tend to think so. You have not had an experience.
0: I went to a. I was once, like, a dating member of a family.
1: That sounds incest,
0: shul. No, because I wasn't actually a member of the family. You just said I, I was fucked a, my sister. I was having sex with somebody who I, but I was I was like the son-in-law who wasn't engaged to the daughter yet. Are
1: you, why I, are you saying this so difficult?
0: My, you were like I am one of my girlfriends in high school. Yeah, Like, I was, like, in the family, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I was just dating her.
1: So you were- So I was included so in family in, shit. You were in a relationship
0: with your sister. I wasn't, I was included in family <laughs> shit, and the family was was very, very prosperous, and I thought fairly put together, and I was surprised when they hired, I think it was a numerologist okay. to come to the house. Like, when I was a kid, there used to be, like, on tax day- there was a guy that my dad had do his taxes, right? and a bunch of friends would come over, and they would all do their taxes, and right. they would just take their turns getting their taxes done. They had a guy, I'm sure they got a group rate from the dude. It was the same thing that this family did, only it was with their numerologist, where the entire extended family came over, and everybody took turns seeing the numerologist as if it was their yearly <laughs> checkup with the doctor. <laughs> okay, so, so what did the
1: numerologist do?
0: I don't know. I, I was invited to take my turn, and Whoa. I did it. And what do they say? I, nothing. Nothing stands out to me. Nothing remarkable. Well, I th- think there was like one or two. Like, <laughs> oh, that's weird. That kind of does make sense, but not. You know,
1: I think um, there's just a guy. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Because can can you see the construction guy doing jumping jacks on the top of that building a cur- from over your shoulder? <laughs> He's doing jumping jacks, and I got totally distracted <laughs> by what you were saying. <laughs> I um, I just think that certain systems function on the on the consumer's belief that it works so right. i get I back I to the pussy beads if i believe they worked i'd shove them it up in there yeah So no, the you placebo know?
0: effect is a real thing
1: it's Pla- a total thing
0: placebos have been shown to work even when people know that they are placebos.
1: yes right they, they it, people just want to know something works and if you give them even an inkling of a possibility mm-hmm. they're going to hang on to it especially people who are sick back to the gwyneth paltrow scoop ju- ju- poop what's it what's it?
0: Scoop. You know what it is. Goops. You watch the TV Goops. show. Don't, don't, don't play come dumb. at me.
1: Don't come at me. Gwyneth Paltrow is, I don't think she's dumb. No. I think she just doesn't give a fuck. And she's just chill. And she's just like, whatever, yeah. I, I just think she's just who she is. And she's genuine. And she made a she made a company that caters towards women who want to believe in something. And mm-hmm. if it's sticking beads in their puss or having their candles smell like their puss, I'm all about it. We need to they have can't. more products like that.
0: I've always said we need more vagina-scented candles. Absolutely. I've been on the record with that for years and years and years. (laughs) The candle, it got a little twisted out of proportion. It doesn't smell like her vagina. Well, then I'm returning mine. It smells like vaginas.
1: I don't think there's a general vagina smell. I work out. I go to the gym. Let me tell you, a couple of them are funky monkeys.
0: Yeah, that does happen.
1: Okay, there's not one general smell. I don't think
0: her candle smells like one of those.
1: Well, wh-
0: her and her—you
1: can't generalize. The, her, uh, and her vagina smell,
0: buddy. Her, Gwyneth and her candle buddy were mixing up candles, as you do. Yeah, and we're like, does this one totally smell like pussy? And then they're like, fuck it, let's just fucking make it. Are you? Did so you know this? It, Is this on the record? Yeah, or are you so making fact, this up? Fact. So she called it my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> I just she think, called it my vagina, but it's really just like a vagina. Well, actually, it's more the vulva. false advertising. Is it really?
1: Yeah, I she learned s- this on her show. The vagina is only the right. the womb, but the candle. The candle would
0: is called my vagina. It should be
1: called vulva. She she made a she made a um, anatomical mistake there. Mm. Yeah, because the woman's whole area is known as the vulva, like the lips and the clit and all that, like you know, juicy fun stuff down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That- yeah, yeah. That's the, the kit
0: and caboodle. Yeah,
1: the kit and the clit and caboodle.
0: Ah, you're welcome. Nice.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a little envy there. You, 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 you missed it. It was right there. But you uh, know, I, I should have been the one that said it.
0: I've had a long morning.
1: <laughs> I know. I spent half of it in your I car know, you sure thinking did. I wasn't sure going to survive. I've
0: already driven to work twice.
1: But I, I think she's just a regular chick. And honestly, the first episode is about her staff going and um, taking mushrooms together and having a trip. I bawled my eyes out. I was suckered. I I was like, oh, I get it. I was sucked right in.
0: So you're going to do that now, right?
1: I definitely want to have a mushroom trip for sure. I think it would help me.
0: Who told you that's a good idea?
1: Um, A lot of my friends who are into psychedelics.
0: Oh, right. Yeah.
1: I have a really good friend, who uh, Her name's Jackie Sting, and she's starting this movement in this company called Delic, and it's just bringing awareness to the value of using psychedelics and helping you and how it's Mm -hmm. a therapy and not just a drug and how to use it as a therapy and not just a drug. So I'm open to it for sure.
0: That's for real. You're going to do the microdosing thing. I'm going
1: to ease into it. I'm a very sensitive individual.
0: Microdosing is absolutely fine. I've always operated on the assumption bordering on knowledge that everybody has, like, a window of time in which to enjoy mushrooms. Yeah. And that's from whenever's the first time you take them until you're, like, 21 or 22 or so. Why? Your brain's not fully developed. I know, because I even read an article about them in Vice magazine years ago that put it really well. There's just sort of, like, um, a uh, uh, self-centered oblivion to youth where you just sort of focus on like, "Oh man, my fingers look smaller than usual, and man, dirt just feels so good to hold onto to like a more oh, innocent oh, trip, oh, and I love my friends, and then you start to become aware of the the negative elements of the larger world more and more, and that you you trip when you when you're in your twenties, and this was always the cliche for the longest time that remember you do them, and then you have the one trip where you just kind of realize bad shit and as great as good mushroom shit was. Bad mushroom shit, and it's not going it to be like a necessarily a bad trip. It usually leads to a bad trip, but it's right. just more of like you just see somebody on the street be a little bit mean to somebody else, and you get so bummed out about why are people <laughs> so uncool to each other sometimes. Like
1: on the trip, like yeah, that's why you can't trip near people. You have know, to you go gotta, to nature. You gotta
0: get the fuck. Sure, well, I get mean, lost. Yeah, talk
1: about being mean to each other. Nature's a bitch but like trees you're not going to see a tree punch another tree maybe you will if you're tripping you might
0: anyway I just everybody I knew always knew that if you'd taken mushrooms this was you you didn't even need to be said you take them until you you, they don't work for you and then you can never touch them ever again and now I feel like they're having this whole other life of like the Ari Shafir's and what have you that it's like shroom fest and li- taking mushrooms uh, it, it, into your advanced adulthood it scares the fuck out of me but well any clearly all these, should clearly all these people know what they're talking about more than than i do
1: yeah i think the information's evolving as I hope we you find what you're looking for i think i think the information is evolving as people are able to see the the results and put it into some sort of you know actual clinical studies yeah. and looking at it from a a perspective of healing as opposed to a perspective of tripping i think the era of tripping out is sort of yesteryear i think that it's evolved into you know people who i know and very successful people people on all levels of success are microdosing like every single day yeah and these are people who are like running multi-million dollar companies and who are A-listers. And oh, it can are, be done. It can yeah. be done.
0: Yeah, it's such a small amount. that. But you're... that's an
1: elevated approach to mm-hmm. psychedelics. And there's
0: also definitely the thing where there's guided trips where people are tripping balls, but they're with somebody who knows what they're talking about, who yeah. can actually help them work through trauma and shit like that. And although I've never personally experienced that, I've had enough experience with mushrooms to be able to wrap my head around how that could work and probably does work
1: that's the only way i would do a full trip is in the arms of an older woman who has white hair basically moana's grandmother
0: i know exactly what you mean yeah
1: and it calls me fucking she turned into stingrays she turned into like a herd or flock of stingrays i don't know what you call like a group of stingrays a flock a herd a group a gaggle
0: yeah it's a gaggle of stingrays is it a gaggle stingrays but that
1: does that refers to geese and ducks and they're 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 aerial, they're not aquatic. So it makes me feel like it, it would be uh let's see. I want to say it's a a group, a group, a school of stingray? Maybe because they are considered a fish? What is it?
0: Wow. What? Do you want to know
1: what it is? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like squirting in ant- anticipation. You're
0: going to love this. Okay, tell me. A group of stingrays is called a fever.
1: <gasps> a fever <gasps> of I've stingrays. Fever.
0: What isn't that great? Wow! Second only to a murder of crows. <laughs> that's I what, know yeah. a murder, a murder of crows, a fever of stingrays.
1: Wow! I Love that. That's great. How did I not know that? Stingrays Sting need a better publicist. Fever. Yeah. Stingrays do need a better publicist. Yeah. Well, they kind of lost it. The, their PR told them to lay low once. The Steve once, Irwin thing? yeah, once when their friends killed. Right, They're Steve just Irwin. doing a lot
0: of charity work right oh, now God. and working on an acoustic album, uh-huh. getting back to their roots.
1: <laughs> they're out in the in the <laughs> desert with Queens of the Stone Age, working on their tripping out trippy album. That's what. Do you, are you fans of Queen of the Stone Age? Queens of the Stone Age.
0: I keep on meaning to give them another try. Mm. They've always been one of those bands that I'm like. I, I get love it. Josh Home. Homie I, Home? I think it's I think it's Omi.
1: Omi, Omi. God, he is the one of the coolest lead singers ever.
0: He's a very cool dude.
1: My man is like you're obsessed with him. I'm like, I am. I send him just Queens of the Stone Age videos all the time. I just love the way the dude moves. Huh. He's his his their latest music video, he's on roller skates the whole time. And I'm not talking like b rollerblades like dad blades that I know you do on Sundays. You probably strap up your baby in a Bjorn irresponsibly and go rollerblading on the coast. He's in double-double sets of twos. Uh-huh. Old
0: school. And that's cool. It's so cool. He is, that's always been kind of their thing. Their music is sort of like, un, kind of unremarkable. Like, it's not like they have these like, crazy, amazing, like, wow. catchy choruses. This is our first fight. No. Just. Are you sure? The music would be very plain were it not animated by him. He he!
1: Can't you say that about most bands who have a who have a, you know lead singers uh, like that?
0: No, no. I think some bands.
1: Incubus.
0: <laughs> is that your second favorite band? Because <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to zero in on where you're coming from. <laughs> I panicked
1: <laughs> A good rule of thumb. is... I panicked on a band name and I just threw one out because I because that guy's got like some vi- you know he's yeah. got lead man stuff. Oh,
0: he's got the. The dude who steals your girlfriend that yeah. you're like, seriously, you don't this see guy? through
1: this shit? Yeah. Yeah. He's
0: that he is that fucking is. incarnate. Yeah. But You get you get heated. You get heated in this topic. Yeah, music makes me angry.
1: Music makes you angry.
0: God all right. I I'm so ex- Do I need to keep talking for the
1: yeah, entirety I mean, of the show? Jesus This is,
0: this is the job description, <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Don't you have any notes for me? We never get to anything you want to talk yeah, about. no,
0: I do, as a matter of fact. Okay. I want to talk to you about erotic fiction.
1: <laughs> no, you don't! Hey, I do. No, you don't! Why not? Isn't all er- eroticism fiction anyways?
0: That's deep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she used, to sing- she used to sing for Incubus? <laughs> what is erotic fiction? What does that even mean? What do you mean? It's people, when you're writing a story and then it has a scene of eroticism in it.
1: Oh, God. And like, it's... what kind of story? Like, those books that, you're, that people's no. moms from the 90s used to read when the kids went to school? I don't and, mean and it like that.
0: F- pet and, the and... kitty
1: cat under the blanket? And I'm not talking about the family pet. No, I'm
0: not talking about the Fabio... Uh, you know, women Danielle Steele, women bursting out of their corset. Kind yeah, of stuff. it's like a
1: woman with like very voluptuous breasts and hard, hard nipples, and they're on a rock for some reason, and the ocean's crashing behind them. Yeah, and the dudes always shirtless,
0: right next to they're the. Ocean, always
1: right next to the ocean, which is
0: a pretty skanky place to fuck when it comes oh, down to it.
1: And water is not good for a woman's. You know, yeah,
0: not salt water for her
1: way. for for the juices, right? Yeah, for the vaginal juices. It's it very it counteracts the wetness. Ironically, I so I know. Yeah, salt water will really burn your puss hole.
0: I know water will dry out. Yep, go figure. Go figure. And I'm also not speaking of the uh, like letters to Penthouse erotic made up shit that I used to routinely steal from a. Newsstand in Port Authority Bus Terminal in New York when I was in high school.
1: Wow, it was really specific.
0: Yeah. I think erotic fiction is
1: probably the
0: precursor to porn, no? Yeah, people were probably writing dirty stories before they could film them, yeah.
1: And it's it's ironic. Well, not maybe ironic, but it's interesting to see the evolution of how people consume eroticism. Because if you read it before, Mm -hmm. I would imagine it doesn't have the detriment to your psychological, your sexual development as porn does today. Well. Because you're still reading. And fiction is really good for
0: your brain. Yeah, yeah. That's probably not what they said when the printing press became widespread and all of a sudden these people are just reading whatever they want and we can't even <laughs> control what's in the books. It's driving them all crazy. That's true. Yeah, not it funny? Yeah, the powers that be are always concerned about. So many of the paranoias and preoccupations that we have about the Internet age, the social media age, are the exact same ones that the world had about pamphlets. Yeah, when it became easy to print things. Now there's two sides to that. On the one They're hand, like,
1: that homing pigeon's making it too easy to, for us to connect. We're becoming less con- connected. We're disconnected. I'm tired because- of all
0: these trolls Just sending. <laughs> there's literal trolls, nonsense pigeons Literally to each trolls. other. Yeah, there's right. Trolls
1: under the bridge, like, oh my god, you're so fat. Like, right. So stop
0: trolling me, bitch. <laughs> so like. Uh, we, the world obviously did survive the advent of the printing press. And indeed, eventually, we love printing so much that we fund public libraries so people can get books all the time. There was That was not an issue. On the other hand, shortly after the advent of the printing press was the Dark Ages. So it does seem that when people have a new way of communicating real easily with one another, things get worse before they get better. Yeah. And that might be where we are now.
1: Well, I think it just goes back to us not working on ourselves. We're always looking for external things to fix our internal things
0: yeah it's deep man <laughs> i wish i could think of one Your... incubus song to sing
1: right now. <laughs> whatever tomorrow
0: brings Oprah i'll ours, be Oprah there ours. with open arms and you open know, I'm just buttholes inspired, I'm just inspired <laughs> by everything i'm inspired by my band but i'm like I'm inspired by the ocean <laughs> what is inspired, that I'm inspired by sunsets oh
1: god beach. I, you know who was probably like that Jim I write, Morrison I write, I write
0: poetry too I know I Jim, bet
1: you Jim Morrison was such a douche
0: Jim Morrison was probably such a douche the biggest ass clown who ever lived can you and, imagine
1: going to his house parties dude's never got a shirt on he smells like some girl's snail trail from he, the night before anybody who comes in
0: he goes over and puts his arm around them him and he kisses them on the lips it. yeah
1: Kisses everyone on the lips.
0: Right, I saw the drummer of the Doors sitting in that chair right there. a couple days ago. John Densmore, and he seemed like you can just sort of read people from a distance. He seemed like a good-hearted soul, and I, I was going to have him on the show, and hopefully, I will soon because I've always wanted to talk to the other Doors.
1: Yeah, the the actual Doors. <laughs> right, because
0: it was Jim Morrison. Because they're actually like a pretty fun little band. Yeah, and you strip away.
1: I mean, they were the ones doing all the jamming. He just was gyrating just without a, a shirt king. on. Yeah. They just, were the ones that were like, Jesus Christ, Jim, the song is 15 minutes long, bro. Right. Put on a shirt and let's go get a taco. Can we fucking finish?
0: do ga do doo How many more times are we going to this? Holy shit. do ga do doo Oh my
1: God. Honestly, I'm probably pissing people off, but The Doors is not my jam. I like The Doors. not my door jam.
0: I like The Doors because you... And maybe I would like Incubus if I was like 50 years younger than I am. Yeah. Because like... They're just, it's a joke to me. His whole, like, I I like bands. What's
1: his name, the lead singer of Incubus?
0: Brandon. Brandon. I I want to say Flowers. That's the killer's guy. Moreno? Brandon Muse? Huh? (laughs) What were you going to say? I just like bands that have, like, a, a gimmick. Yeah. Like when you just have like a cute, you have a cute song and you have like a gimmick.
1: So is, does like, the like Incubus the, have a gimmick?
0: Like the Ramones. No, I don't like Incubus. They're terrible. The <laughs> Brandon Boyd. There you go. They're from Calabasas, California. Oh my God. Are they uh, really? Yeah. Calabasas. <laughs> that just made them so much worse. Okay. Can
1: I show you this photo? You're going to hate the photo. You're going to hate. The, that's him right there. Leaning. Goofy. The... Oh, he
0: was constantly just oh, just cool. Oh, no, hold on. Let me put my, uh, I put my head down on yeah, you. Oh yeah. my god! And he's probably I'm thinking about maybe closing my mouth later from not <laughs> probably just <hang> out.
1: <laughs> douches to such da, douches. He's like Johnny
0: Depp without any of the swagger.
1: Ah, oh, Johnny Depp was probably you know annoying one to hang out with too. I'm
0: sure he's
1: he's been through some shit.
0: That guy. I'm sure he's best in small doses. Supposedly, do he, you think
1: he answers a door in his Pirates of Caribbean outfit? like you just come you're like bro i'm just here for did you ever see the thought uh, we were just going to hang out by the pool and the, he's like hello the
0: onion article you? about how johnny depp has now just turned into all scarves
1: <laughs> he was in just like a lot of eye makeup he had this band but it's a t- but
0: i love that he i love that he pulled it off like he fully just decided to turn into a pirate keith richards in front of yeah all of us.
1: It's a tough. It's a.
0: And we all just went along with it because we like him so much.
1: Well, it's a tough industry. I think fame is weird. He's been famous for a fucking long time. Here
0: it is, Johnny Depp, now completely made of scarves and <laughs> sounds bracelets.
1: Like, sounds like an onion. It is. <laughs> is it onion?
0: Yeah, completely made of scarves <laughs> and bracelets. <laughs> you have a picture of just scarves and bracelets and a hat on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look at that little guy <laughs> that kills me. <laughs> that is so, so funny. Isn't it great? It is. It's great.
0: Yeah. No, and the onion nails it. They've really.
1: I think, you know, when you're a majority of your life has been in the spotlight, you're due for a couple weird air, you know, a couple weird years and some questionable choices. And that's a thing about like celebrity and people demonizing celebrities when shit goes down. Everyone at that point is throwing rocks at glass houses because everyone goes through shit. They just celebrities do it in public, unfortunately. And, you know, there are dudes out there who aren't paying their child support. And there are women who are, you know, going through divorces and taking men for for everything they've got just because they're being spiteful. Like people are doing shitty shit to each other on a regular civilian basis daily. They just don't have that publicized
0: i think that there are certain people who are like just put on this earth to live on a higher level than the rest of us who really thrive on being the center of attention and having just the the words that come out of their mouth matter more than the average like who's an
1: example who do you think of like in our in our culture sylvester kardashian
0: sylvester stallone Stallone. yeah what are you You said Kim Kardashian and you're going to scoff at Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's been a successful movie maker and writer and Oscar winner for like 40 years.
1: Wait, I thought you meant like somebody, like he, it was a bad thing. Like, No, I'm saying- Because I consider him like a, a, you know, a pretty decent
0: person. Yeah, I think he just, he would be, if it was a world before celebrity, you know, before like mass media and stuff like that, like he might be a little bored. He might have gone through his days feeling Uh... like- Ordinary life was kind of too easy for me. Yeah, like
1: I, some people are built for the limelight, is what take, you're saying. I could have
0: taken on way bigger challenges.
1: Right. It looks painful for him to talk. He's.
0: <laughs> that's been going on for a while. Though. It, but it seems have like it's seen, getting worse. Have you seen Jackie Stallone?
1: Who's that?
0: His mother, who is still alive. Oh, God, I got to Google her. Why does she talk? You're does he get his voice from,
1: from her? I'm never. <laughs> 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 Look, we have to be careful. We are talking about S- Stephen, what's his name?
0: Brandon Boyd,
1: Sylvester Stallone's mom now. Okay, we've got to be careful because I feel like that dude would murder us. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah. She's a lovely woman. She is. She looks like she would kick your fucking ass.
0: Yeah, she looks like a tough cookie, doesn't she? I think she was doing like a psych a psychic ah, ah, friends ah, thing on TV not that long ago. Yeah, man.
1: Her face. Sylvester's, and I mean this,
0: Sylvester's looking pretty good now, isn't he?
1: I as a compliment. Her face to me now looks like what it would look like to me if I were completely tripped out on mushrooms. Like her regular face looks like a mushroom face to me. Right. What like what I would imagine. And I mean that as a compliment. She's it's hanging it's, in it's a hard life, especially as a woman. We gotta keep all our shit intact.
0: So my point is there's a small number of people who I think are equipped to like operate on the world stage. Oh, it's so sensual. It's gonna take a little me time and enjoy that. And then I think there are other people for whom celebrity is clearly overwhelming. And I just know that like
1: Like your Britney Murphy's and stuff.
0: Yeah, like it's hard to have a successful relationship. Britney as, Spears. It's as, just Britney's. It's especially hard for Britney's. Fuck. It's
1: hard for Britney's man. Is there a
0: Britney who is equipped to handle that No.
1: Brittany Snow? Who's
0: the best Britney? Britney Snow. Who's that?
1: She's a she's an actress. She was in um uh, what was that movie with uh Anna Kendrick? The cute movie that um
0: everything Anna Kendrick sounds cute. <laughs> she, she is she's adorable. Fucking adorable. <laughs> she is
1: adorable. The the God, movie I love that her. um uh what's her name Elizabeth Banks uh produced the singing movie wasn't she in that Pitch Perfect? Pitch Perfect. Brittany Snow is is delightful. She's a delightful actress. Yeah yeah yeah. Guiding Light. Oh she's let's see right. what else she
0: looks like a real. Cute, cute girl. Was she in... Oh, maybe she wasn't even... In pitch. Oh, yeah, she was not Pitch Perfect. Okay. My point is this. If it's hard enough to have a successful relationship to pick but one facet of life, anybody who's ever had a relationship knows that. Now, imagine if constantly you went through your day and you had prearranged, convoluted conversations with strangers, i.e. interviewers, who asked you about your relationship that's all weird. the time and then you constantly had to say stuff and you're just talking and maybe some days you're a little tired and the words aren't coming and you say something that's like not phrased exactly the way that you would want to say it.
1: Like John Stamos when he was really high in that Australian morning show and he was like jet lagged and he, everyone was like, oh, he's got he's a day drinker and he just was exhausted. Right.
0: But even without John Stamos' rampant alcoholism, which you're in denial about, <laughs> I'm just saying it's, John- hard ena- it's hard enough to have a relationship without people a bunch of strangers giving a shit about your relationship and sending you tweets about your relationship. And yeah, stuff. I don't know how anybody does it. I that's think that weird. I feel like my marriage is very solid. Oh, well, I don't know what would. I sent Ooh. out a bunch of tweets
1: just now about your marriage
0: <laughs> on the rocks. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this is bad. And timing. that's what I'll be dealing with. Yeah, tonight. you're going to deal with that. And I don't need this shit.
1: Yeah, how does like how does John Legend and um, Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen, their relationship is so much in the public eye she's funny she's got a really good sense of humor when it comes to trolls and stuff on the internet she's really funny with it yeah and she's like a regular down-to-earth chick
0: oh this is the public persona that we know of her no how many celebrities are oh wait well then i I
1: see i looked right into her vulva urethra and i whistled the star-spangled banner
0: once twice that's Three not the Star Spangled Banner. Late. Oh, is this, yeah, I just assume my this, over... This song this follows this song? <laughs> you around for all of your genital based visits.
1: What is my vibe? We need the fans to say what my vibe is. What's my vibe? We need like a com what what do you guys consider me as on this?
0: Did we just kick off the narcissist corner or something? <laughs>
1: That needs to be a segment.
0: The Narcissist Corner? Yes. I don't, I'm not sure Oh, it I does. love
1: that. That's Everyone has an element of narcissism. We have to. We're in this culture. Every single, even like little
0: babies are narcissists. The like way your daughter oh, smiles
1: and you take
0: photos over her, a little
1: narcissist.
0: Yeah, I've thought about that. There's more photographic evidence that my daughter existed than there is that John Lennon existed. Yeah. Who? Right. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: That guy? Did John Lennon ever look cute in a little fucking panda outfit? Did John, you put her in a panda costume? Uh, I feel like you did. She was in some kind of- or is that racial appropriation? She was
0: in a- Yeah, that's the wrong race you're appropriating. You're being- Yeah, that's Chinese. Incorrectly racist. Well, what, what animal's popular in Japan? Like Hello a, Kitty.
1: A, a penguin? Hello Hello Kitty is the native that's species. That's not a real-
0: <laughs> They are. They're incredibly in Those
1: endangered. monkeys. No, it's those monkeys. Uh, most popular <laughs> Japanese- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's gonna be Hello Kitty. Oh my Hello <laughs> Kitty. Yeah, Hello Kitty lives in the same <laughs> forest as the wild Yoshis. I'm
1: gonna say dolphins and then I'm gonna say those um those monkeys up in the hills. Mm. Uh Japanese McKay Shiba Inu. Giant salamander.
0: Chiba Inu. That's just a dog thing.
1: It is a Japanese raccoon dog. I am right here. Mm -hmm. Dolphins, not even on the list. No, because dolphins
0: live in the ocean, not in countries.
1: Well, you know, they (laughs) might. Well, they get up there when people eat them. They get chopped up and people eat them. Japanese sero and the wild boar. Wow. They got a lot of animals. There was a wild
0: boar loose in in a city the other day. There was? In a Japanese city. God, that must have been terrifying. The guy who came. Face They're to tusk aggressive. With it. Yeah, they are.
1: They will tusk the fuck out of your taint.
0: Yeah, 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 you yeah, ever
1: yeah. get a tusk in your taint?
0: Boards will fuck you up. No, I haven't. Lucky. Erotic fiction.
1: Oh my God. Are you serious? Do we not even get into it? No. So
0: <laughs> sometimes sometimes in uh, the course of writing a novel, you want to have like a scene. that's So it's not like a- A
1: sex scene? It's not
0: a dirty book. It's a straightforward book, but it's got a sexy scene. Okay. And it's, you know, like dirty talk is, it's a- it's 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 an art.
1: It certainly is. As we, as a woman, I can attest to that.
0: What's the worst thing you've heard?
1: It, it's not even the worst. It's just like the f- sexting is a
0: art form.
1: Yeah, and and people think sexting might surprise you to find out. I'm not very good at it. I'm not surprised at all. Mm. I don't even know if you're good at the sex at all either. I'm surprised you you've procreated. Honestly, solid. Cool. <laughs> But this, herein yep. lies the charm of our
0: relationship. Right. You know? Is that you are sex incarnate? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think sexting is an important tool to use in a relationship. And guys, women like descriptive sex just as much as we like blunt ones. You mm-hmm. just got to know when to press the gas and when to press the... The not gas. The, what's the other pedal? The one that makes it not go. The pause, break, the break, the pause pedal, mm.
0: which also known as the break. Yes,
1: but as a woman, I can say yeah, I
0: pause at all intersections.
1: <laughs> I feel like that was attempted something sexual. Is this, <laughs> is this a line from your erotic novel? It starts with "I pause at all intersections."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So people put together lists of oh, the worst erotic passages in fiction. These are almost uniformly written by men. Okay. Um. She said nothing. Then, her lovely mouth otherwise engaged until he came all over her face. Whoa! This is John Updike. Whoa! This guy wrote *The World According to Garp*. Wait. He, yeah.
1: Is that the beginning of the paragraph? This is
0: the fir- This is the beginning of uh, the book.
1: Okay, start nice. <laughs> over because it's so a dude wrote she this, said nothing. right? Yeah, John Updike. Of course, okay. but
0: he's like a legendary writer. Yeah. Okay. This is. Let's ask his wife. In the so there's he wrote *The Witches of Eastwick*. And okay. this is the sequel, The Widows of Eastwick. Okay. She said nothing then, her lovely mouth otherwise engaged, until he came all over her face. She had gagged and moved him outside her lips, rubbing his spurting glands across Ugh. her cheeks and They're at and Coachella to spurting glands, favorite band. He had wanted to cry out, sitting up as if jolted by electricity, as the spurts, the deep throbs, rooted in his asshole. What? Continued, but he didn't know what name to call her. Mrs. Mrs. Rougemont was the name he had always known her by. God, she was antique, but here they were. Her face gleamed with his jism in the spotty no! light of the motel room.
1: No! Charlie!
0: Uh-huh. No! She laid her head on the pillow and seemed to want to be kissed. Well, why not? It was his jism. What? Having got rid of it. There was an aftermath of sorrow in which he needed to be alone. An there a, there's no, a foremath of sorrow right now. But there was no getting rid of her. Call me Suki, she said, having read his mind. I sucked your cock.
1: So did he imagine her to be somebody else and she just was some no, girl? No, her name is Suki Rogemont. <sighs> I, I'm so conflicted. Mm-hmm. It feels like...
0: Chism's a hard word to use to thread that needle.
1: But also Spurting Glands. Yeah, their sophomore album is fantastic. (laughs) You really should check it out. Yeah, they were on Sub Pop, right? Oh God, they're so good. Yeah. Anyways, it feels like it's written for men.
0: Mm, It doesn't.
1: It doesn't do anything for me. But then again, I'm a unique creature.
0: No, I don't think you are in this regard. I I think most women would be repulsed by this. Is this
1: printed in Braille? Are blind people reading this? I'm sure they can. You ever or think they about to, that?
0: They to, they probably, blind people probably do audiobooks more than Braille now. Is, yeah, probably it's probably like
1: thing. Braille's probably like, you know, dying out. It's probably like, you know, us yeah. and, and actually a, writing.
0: People thought they'd have a solid career in Braille. And poof.
1: I wonder with somebody who's been congenitally, who was congenitally blind, what they imagine in their minds to turn them on because they've never had a visual um, comparison.
0: Right. Well, you just work with what you got, right? Theoretically, there's a whole other sense that we could have that we don't have. And some creature that had that sense would be like, oh, how could you even, how could you ever like jerk sonar? off? sonar? I don't know, whatever the hell it might be. Sexual you know? sonar? Whatever it might be that like we don't have and we're getting along just fine without it because we don't know what we're missing.
1: Yeah, I think they so get however, along with it. So however, without
0: I think they're probably jerking off to ASMR videos. You they think so? Just, they just crinkle Sounds. up CVS- Receipts oh, and God, where did I put them? Hold
1: on, for all those deaf people out there, they so... love that. Mm, it's so good. <laughs> it's
0: like, why it's are like you catnip? reading the erotic fiction? I don't know. Can because... this be
1: a new segment that yeah, we course.
0: do? Yeah, I've been trying to do it for like three months. Her mouth. Oh, are we going to do more? Her mouth lathered.
1: Oh, Jesus. Wait, his right. mouth
0: lathered with her sap.
1: Her sap?
0: He turned around. It sounds
1: and, really messy. I'm and, already
0: like reaching for a Clorox wipe. He turned around and embraced her face with all the passion of his own lips and faced, ready at last to grind into her with the hound.
1: No. You know what? To, I'm I'm getting my keys and I'm leaving. To
0: drive it into her piety.
1: No. No. Mm-hmm. Now I got to google a word.
0: Which one? Piety or don't,
1: hound? Don't don't <laughs> Piety or hound?
0: You don't want to know what he means by sap.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> you don't. Righteousness by virtue of being pious. Okay, yeah. I know that word pious. Yeah,
0: piety is the noun of.
1: It's just the, oh, God, hound?
0: hmm No. Do you ever date anybody who nicknamed their dick? Uh, but I do. You know what
1: I appreciate there? The the description of the dick being the hound and the puss being the virtuous and, and godlike.
0: Oh, I see. You know, so like. So unleash the dogs into the church of her. Yeah, yeah. Like he's,
1: he's, he's, um, regarding women in a, in a religious sense. Like we're higher beings. So, so you like I'm that. down. I'm okay, down. I'll read the rest one? of the book. God. He,
0: what is that from? Oh, Norman Mailer. That guy's like considered a genius. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how about J.K. Rowling? I mean, I don't know if I want to know how, uh, fucking. Harry Potter's getting down. Well, this is from her adult novel, The Casual Vacancy. That's also what I call my butthole. (laughs) He retained a memory of her bare pink vulva. See? Mm -hmm. Vulva. Right. Now, this is lady eroticism. It was as though Father Christmas had popped up in their midst. He forced his way in inside their her in their midst. Oh, so in their midst. Is that like, did
1: she just say her dad went and touched her puss? He forced his way in Father Christmas. Well, I don't, so Santa Claus fucked yeah, her?
0: Yeah. It's way
1: better than your dad. Yeah, it's kind of hot.
0: He, he, Santa Claus, really? I mean, come on. It's kind of like a stepdad camping category. No. No? Mm mm.
1: Why not too much, like, too much fabric? He'd smell like cookies and he probably had some snacks and he's got gifts. I mean that's a that's a good boyfriend.
0: If I told you he, that I found food if I told you that I found Mrs. Claus sexually appealing. I wouldn't be surprised. Why? I mean, why who would be into that? Let's well, not psychoanalyze you right now. She really is. She's like a walking talking baked good. <laughs> Hello. Right. I'm like, I'm into it. That's for nibbling, not for sexing. <laughs> well, nibbles can lead to sex. He forced his way inside her, determined to accomplish what he had come for. Crystal moaned a little. What? He fo- he raped her? No. She... He forced himself on her. He forced his way inside her. She obviously was okay with it.
1: Was she? Well, you can force your... Why? Because of what she was wearing? You can... <laughs>
0: You can get consent and still need to maneuver yourself inside. I assume that's what J.K. Rowling is getting at here. Okay. Crystal moaned a little, her head thrown back. Her nose became broad and snout-like. What?
1: Is, yeah. she, tr- is she Is Is she? she a shapeshifter? Yes, yeah. Is she turning into...
0: She's a boar lady. A succubus? That's what the you know, twist... a succubus is a female demon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've known a couple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta go. <laughs>
1: that laugh was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that whole, laugh was so stupid. This whole show was stupid. Oh my god, erotic fiction has to be our new segment. All right, I'm well, all for it. Any more where that? Came Are you from. gonna read me more? Sure. Let's once read we're done the
0: rest. Here, we'll just sit around. Here. Oh my
1: god, I need to hear more. Oh god, it's so good.
0: Uh, where are you, where are you Queefy Mae? where are you Jessie May
1: uh, I'm in Boston February 6th through the 8th I'm gonna be oh come see me in Nashville uh, wait no North Carolina Asheville North Carolina for Valentine's Day Funkatorium two shows come see your girl JessieMay.com Sharp Tongue Podcast nothing says funky like the people's champ squirt Spuge demon what did he say squirt gland squirt glands oh god I'm not gonna sleep with that one now